0: a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in
1: China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Hello. It's raining outside here in Shenzhen. It's It's been pouring.
1: Indeed. We're we're always talking about the weather, but it really does go from one extreme to the other. We want to... Let you know how life is like here. <laughs> well, it does affect you though, doesn't it? Like if you wake up and it's rainy, you do kind of feel a bit depressed. Who who jumps out of bed and thinks what a glorious day? Apart from our colleagues too, who is from Arizona. Yeah. He likes the rain.
0: Yeah, grass is always greener. Right? <laughs> I think they get three hundred and sixty-five yeah. days of blue skies.
1: Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's so bad, isn't it? It's terrible. It's kind of boring though. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I always used to say before I lived in the subtropics that I would love it to be summer all year round. <laughs> and now it's I've had six of, six years of summer yeah. all year round. And to be honest, I am like starting to miss the season. So I'm eating my own words.
1: Yeah, yeah I do as well. And I actually, I don't like, Stu actually said, oh, I, I like, I really like the rain. I don't really, really like it. I, I enjoy the idea of being inside when it rains. Mm, yeah. Because it does make me feel a bit like home. I mean, mm-hmm. it does rain quite a bit in the UK. So. Yeah, I like staring
0: out at my balcony when it's raining Yeah, I here. like it too as well. Because it,
1: if it rains here, it doesn't just come, it's not just a little bit like, it's not drizzle it's the sky opens up yeah man you should see it outside right now it's like the clouds are so low we can't even see the buildings across from us it's insane i'm wearing rain boots today
0: (laughs) don't have my crocs i should
1: buy some it's a good investment
0: indeed so, do we have any comments this week, Holly? Yes, we do. Sweet.
1: So, um, for those of you who listened last week um, to episode 28, we were talking about um, beauty tips, like the, the kind of things that uh, Chinese women use on their skin. mm mm-hmm. um, Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, actually the week before, sorry. Got caught up there. 27, we were talking about Chinese medicines. Sorry. Um, and so... Uh, our image, one of the images we had and something we talked about was that fire cupping. Oh, yeah. So one of our friends actually recently tried this. Um, and so we asked her, like, what did you think of it? And she says this. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it helps, to be honest. The girl said my body is cold and that I should stop drinking cold drinks. It will be good if I drink hot water, of course. They also said it's a detox. Uh, which might be good. It's fun to try, but one thing sucks, the bruises. I hope after a week they'll disappear. Because <laughs> she she actually flies home at the end of this week, um, and I guess she's feeling a bit... I guess she's regretting that she did it so close to the, the vacation. Yeah, well, it's like my sister did it right <laughs> yeah, before my wedding. It was like we mentioned it, and she she was like, oh, yeah, I might try it. It was this thought just, like, she totally forgot, oh, wait, I'm going home.
0: Yeah, I saw. Uh, so I saw her on Saturday, and... You've seen her, right? They're she sent really, me a p- really dark purple in her life, dots. She sent me a picture. She looks like a <laughs> leopard. So when you do this fire cupping thing, the cups suction yeah. onto your skin and it causes, like, a vacuum. And so you actually get big bruises yeah. from it. It doesn't hurt when, when it's happening or anything, mm-hmm. and it actually doesn't hurt afterwards. But you get these, like, big, perfectly circular yeah, bruises in, like, perfect rows on your back. So yeah. you look, I don't know, look really kind of crazy yeah
1: so i'm wondering if it's like because i've seen people who've had those the the cups like sometimes when you what you go out in the mall and you can see people have had it done Mm -hmm. but hers were actually on her arms right on her shoulders so i'm wondering if it depends on like the person's body as to where they put the cups. I'm not sure. Because that was really, it was really quite obvious. Like, usually people can cover them, or you sometimes see them, like, like, on the back, on on their neck, which is fair enough, like, that's less obvious. But this was right on her shoulder, Mm -hmm. like, on her arm here. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I was surprised about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she said she went and got a massage first.
1: Yeah. So maybe
0: they were able to determine Mm -hmm. where
1: she needed to, to have the cupping done based yes. off of
0: the massage? I don't know.
1: I guess, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. That's usually how these things work. At least they um, didn't
0: put on her face.
1: Oh, goodness. Do they do it? Will they do it? They I don't do it? think so. I don't think I have I never seen so. that, but who, who knows? <laughs> that, that would be pretty
0: pretty awful. Well, I give you props, Mimi. You're braver than I am. I haven't tried that yet.
1: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I guess I've never felt the need to, but I guess it's, it's kind of interesting just to try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she can be quite uh, adventurous with those things. I she think.
0: surprised me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so we also had a comment from Stephen. And um, this is what he says. Uh, I just discovered your podcast and I'm loving it. Oh. Uh, That's nice. I've been binge listening to some of the old episodes. And there are probably a hundred things I would have commented on if i had be- uh, been listening at my computer rather than while walking I lived in China for about four years. The first time was in 2002, and I go back every so often to visit the in-laws. So much of what you discuss takes me back." <laughs> anyway, for this podcast, uh, he's talking about our um, uh, most recent, no, again, the Chinese medicines. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "'I was wondering if you ever witnessed the eye exercises carried out each day in Chinese schools if so what are your thoughts on this and its impact on the uh, students health um so we we've, we've actually decided that we will we will answer this question but in a future podcast stay tuned yes <laughs> definitely so but thank you Stephen for your comment and That's it's really great. nice that you're enjoying it and thank you for for the question even if it's kind of an accidental question
0: and I just want to make a note too that people who, if you if you found our podcast rather late and you're going back through and listening to stuff, you can still comment. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, we're wa- we monitor everything, Ew. even to the very first episode. So please feel free to join the community, and other people mm. will also hopefully will also find <laughs> us later and use us as a reference. So mm-hmm. people will see your comments. So. Even if it's been a while yeah. since we posted the initial episode, you can still feel free to comment. We'll find it.
1: Yeah. And and also, like, I mean, a lot of the people that have commented, um, Jessica, Stephen, and a lot of other people, I mean, you've experienced China for yourselves. And if we said anything and you're like, I don't agree with that, we're, we're also open to some, you know, criticisms. Mm-hmm. This, this is just the opinion of... Us like our our opinions and our friends really. This is I mean we we've we've only lived I've only li- lived in Shenzhen. and lived in Chengdu too. But this is only a small you know opinion really. So if you've got mm-hmm. other thoughts, please let us know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it was good we had um is it Ian? He lives in Chengdu. Yeah. Uh, so his his uh, opinions and thoughts were like refreshing mm-hmm. you know, and something different. Yeah, it's cool. So. Uh, finally, I- I've mentioned this guy a few times now. Uh, we- we've been—he's sent a few messages to our two white chicks Facebook page. Um, it's Calvin. It's Calvin. <laughs> yeah. Yay! So he said, "Hey girls, so I listened to your podcast and left you the best review I could give while on the go. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Did thank you, you see you. it? Did yeah. You- I'm oh, gonna, nice. uh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute, sorry, sorry, your sorry. sorry. So I don't know if it uh, if it was submitted, but I hope you guys saw it. I wanted to leave a comment on the Chinese beauty. Have you tried pig's feet? No, person. Oh, maybe I have. I at sc- have maybe definitely. I have this at school when I was still teaching. Actually, yeah, maybe we would get pig's feet now and again for mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah. Uh so he said it's the gelatin that keeps your skin firm and f- uh, with with firm and fullness. <laughs> I eat it a lot because it's good, but the skin advantage is cool too. I'm planning on coming to Shenzhen uh, around September and may stay here for a couple of months. Uh, keep, up, keep, up the good sh- uh, keep up the great show. You girls are total naturals at this. Oh, uh-huh. thanks. Nice. Oh. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's really nice Yeah, to hear. The pig's feet thing is, that, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that was something that I never thought I would really... I've actually went out and bought it before for myself. Do you enjoy
1: the, the taste of it?
0: Kind of. But it's definitely, I definitely eat it more for the collagen.
1: Mm.
0: Um, the taste, I don't think it's that bad. I feel no. like it's, it's a neutral pork taste. It's got kind of a gelatinous texture, which is not really my favorite, but mm. it's, um, it's packed full of nutrients, and it also really is good for the skin. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, when I eat it, a day later, I can literally see wow. the difference in my skin. Cool. It's very immediate. I don't know how long that lasts, mm. but it, it obviously has some correlation with the skin. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen it where they'll, like, they have the pig's feet and then they'll put a straw on it and then they'll, like, suck out no. the marrow?
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, no. I, actually, the one thing with some of these uh, foods is that I'm just not really sure how to go about eating them. mm you so can have to kind be of, introduced to it, I Yeah, think. I think so. And I always feel a bit embarrassed, like, because I just, just don't even know where to start. Like, it's kind of, most of these things are, like, bony. Like, you just, they're big to start off with. You just don't really know how to, I mean, you've got to kind of get it in your chopsticks. And I'm, not, I'm all, like, cack-handed. Like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's, it's just bad.
0: You use chopsticks
1: with your left hand? Oh, yeah. Everything. mm
0: I'm the only person ever to do that. <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> but I, I kind of like it.
0: If there are any other lefty chopstick users, give oh, us a shout-out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give Holly a shout-out. Yeah, and let me know if you have been a left-handed person in China. and Because th- I have some stories mm-hmm. of what, I mean, just ridiculous things that have happened to me.
0: If, if you're they... curious, you can send us a voicemail. Oh, after. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll that would show. be kind of like a one-sided kind of a podcast though, wouldn't it?
0: I'll do the plight of the right-handed man then. <laughs> you know oh how yeah, it's just so hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, so let me tell you what Calvin left for us. This mm-hmm. is a review. So Calvin, thanks for for the review. If any of you guys want to leave a review, um, you can go to our uh, Written Chinese slash episode, this is 29, episode 29 and there's a link at the bottom of the page and you, if you just click the link it will take you to Page to leave a review. Oh nice. Yeah.
0: So that's for iTunes? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. One.
1: So it says, um oh, uh, this is the title. Two of the sweetest girls on iTunes. <gasps> oh. Good start. Thanks for buttering us up there, mate. we really, <laughs> really appreciate it. Love it. Uh he says if you want to learn more about China and have fun while doing it, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> they share years of life experience living in China as expats. We're not that old, by the way. <laughs> it is yes, but I feel, I feel like you made us sound ancient. <laughs> and pretty much all of their anecdotes are okay, are on point and similar to my experiences too. I'm glad to say I'm a listener for life and look forward <laughs> to meeting up with them in Shenzhen someday. Woo, 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 woo. Awesome.
0: Awesome. <laughs> and even added it with our favorite. Yeah. We talked a little bit about those number, funny um, numbers, which mean different things in Chinese. Mm-hmm. So the woo-woo-woo he's referring to because we were laughing about yeah. how Chinese people use a number five for crying because in Chinese five <laughs> is pronounced woo. So if you put it together, woo-woo-woo, it sounds like crying. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I know, isn't
1: it? Yeah. So I, I kind of feel a bit like... I have a massive head now from because we read a review. It's a
0: great way to start the show, I definitely, though. Yeah, I agree. makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a pain in the butt to actually review. I've only myself reviewed a few podcasts. Maybe that's... I don't do that I enough, to,
1: actually. Yeah. I don't review things enough.
0: I've been doing it more, actually, since doing the show because you realize, actually, how much it matters yeah. for, the, for iTunes to actually bump you up so
1: we would really yeah it does it it does help and especially if we get a few more then we'll actually get a rating Mm -hmm. so and and now we've only got now we're unrated two handfuls I guess under just under so unrated so if anyone fancies giving us a review that'll yeah like Nora said that'll bump us up a bit
0: yeah awesome (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of our begging session
1: yeah we we reached a low there I think (laughs) (laughs) right so uh let's move on to our our fact of the week so usually I kind of give you a summary of the of the facts that I found but actually I'm gonna read out the, the article that I found because it amused me so much like just reading this 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 article so uh Let me start. So, with his collection of handcuffs and the siren on his car, Inspector Lee looked every bit the Chinese policeman.
0: (laughs) Okay, that is the best start ever.
1: His wardrobe was filled with the black blazes of crime-busting Bobby, and his (laughs) office contained an armory of stun guns for subduing the outlaws he claimed to hunt. But Inspector Lee was not all he seemed. (laughs) When police raided his home in the city of Wuhan last week, acting on a tip-off from his disgruntled girlfriend, they found a fake police station that had been <laughs> meticulously crafted by the fraudster cop. Oh, wow. Yeah. Photographs published in a local newspaper showed a bust of Mao Zedong and a Chinese flag adorning the con man's imitation interrogation room. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, With his disguise, he was very deceptive. Tang Hui, the real-life cop tasked with investigating the impersonator, was quoted as saying, (laughs) (laughs) Lee reportedly used his alter ego as a money-making ruse. For at least two years, he sold falsified public security bureau documents and warrants from his phony phony precinct. Mm. Smelling a rat... Friends of the fake officer's girlfriend tried to warn her that her partner was bad news. Your boyfriend is not reliable, one friend told her, according to the Chu Tian Metropolis Daily newspaper. He always flirts with us online and is a total sc- uh, scoundrel. <laughs> but Lee's acting skills were apparently so convincing that those words of caution fell on de- deaf ears. Enraged, the counterfeit inspector vowed to post online a video of the couple having sex. Oh, that's a new one, yeah. <laughs> Her response was to seek out a genuine officer of the law. Lee's cover was blown. During a search of his home interrogation centre, security officials uncovered a cache, uh, cache of forged documents, a GPS traffic uh, tracking device and a miniature surveillance camera, according to the newspaper report. They also found a copy of the Story of the Stone, a classic work of 18th century Chinese literature that opens in a place known as the Land of Illusion. (laughs) Truth becomes fiction when the fiction's true. The book's opening line line reads, real becomes not real where the unreal's real. (laughs) So. Wow. Yeah, pretty interesting. (laughs) So this guy is just pretending to be a cop for the last few years wow yeah uh, i mean it's so
0: going around interrogating people yeah like pretending to be a cop <laughs> oh, yeah. like
1: probably getting Selecting. some handouts yeah. and things like that yeah
0: that's awesome
1: i know really i mean you just he's these... completely delusional i know some of these things just never just never surprise me really <laughs> or never yeah never stop surprising me yeah. i guess more to the point it's crazy they're just, they're just always crazy stories so, but I just had to read it as I found it, because I just thought, this is just so, like... Is that s-. from the Shanghaiist, Uh Yeah, it is. But I did find it on another, like, on The Guardian or something, mm-hmm. which is kind of, it was written in a similar kind of way, so... That's great. Mm-hmm. That's really great. <laughs> so, are yeah. there pictures of his quarters? Uh, no, actually, the, I don't think there were any pictures, it was just the article. Okay. But if there are any, I mean, I'll post that the, the article on episode 29, Nice. Um, and you can check it out yourself cool yeah
0: <laughs> great <laughs> great fact of the week yeah. happening now in china yeah <laughs> awesome so let's move on to today's question mm-hmm. and it comes from jessica That's from right. sweden right so let's hear what she has to ask us hi holly and laura i'm jessica i have lived in china before but now i love too, and i have two questions for you guys First of all, I was wondering what you wish you would have known about life in China before you moved there, and what you would have prepared differently before actually going. And secondly, I was wondering what preconceptions you find that people back home have about life in China, and about you actually living there. Are people skeptical, or are they positive? Do they ask a lot of questions, or does it go unnoticed?
1: Thanks for a great show and keep up the good work. Have fun, and I hope you answer my question. Bye. Okay, thank you, Jessica. Great, great question. Actually, this ties in so well with something that Nara and I were talking about. Um, so we've we've actually just rolled with just gone with it, and we have basically um, made a list of twenty-two things that we think you should prepare before you come to China. Mm-hmm. So some of them probably like really obvious and you're like, oh, like as if we didn't work that one out. But hopefully it'll just give you a little more insight. Mm-hmm. To, and these are, some of these things are mistakes that we made, probably. I, I think some of them are things that yeah, I've definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nora, let's start with you. Okay, so here's the number
0: one. Well, they're listed in different order, not necessarily by priority. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely not. But here's first number one. Yeah. Um, Decide what your goal is. So Mm. I think a lot of foreigners come to China, maybe they initially think that they're going to spend a year. Like, ha, 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 ha. (laughs) And then they end up getting kind of sucked in. Definitely. And they just stay for a long period of time, and then they just never really know when it's time to leave. True. Because when, when you come for the first time, a lot of times you, what you'll be doing is teaching English. And after a year or two, you'll be able to increase your salary, mm-hmm. and, but you can only increase it so much usually. So yeah. you usually reach a cap. And so you're basically making as much as possible mm. and you already know the jobs. So you're not necessarily learning anything new, but you're kind of stuck in this, in this mode. Yeah,
1: but also very comfortable. That's yeah, the danger, I think.
0: Yeah, that's the point is there are people who come here and they're here. I mean, I know people who have been here for more than 10 years, for more than 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they necessarily planned on that from the beginning. Not to say, I mean, I don't. don't think you should always stick to a strict plan either I mean I think there's something to be said to go with the flow but my point is is to decide at least initially what it is that you want to get out of the experience
1: yeah or at least after you've been here I mean if you don't do it like I mean us for example we I mean we di- I didn't have a goal. I didn't, I know, you goal didn't have a goal either. either. And it, it's, we've kind of... But I think there's a point where you've got to realize, okay, like, now I need to kind of make a decision mm-hmm. about what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a general goal. I had, My general goal was to get a sense for Chinese culture mm-hmm. and to learn to speak Chinese. But I think it was too general. I mean, what does that actually mean? Even today, after so many years, I, I they am still learning Chinese. Yeah. I mean, it, you're always learning. So maybe be a little bit more specific for what you want to do. So in a year's time, do you want to get certified in HSK three or something like that? Maybe you want to shoot for So HSK, we have an article on written com about all about HSK two. If you're not familiar with what that is, but it's a proficiency test in Chinese. And so it's a really great way to set some kind of like goal that you can actually attain. And it's, 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 um, it's more specific than just saying, "Oh, I want to learn Chinese." Because it's yeah. like if you say you want to learn Chinese, <laughs> it's like you're never really gonna learn. Yeah. Even Chinese people, they 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 learn characters every day. You know, we learn words in English every day. So you have to be more specific about your goals. A little bit more specific. Yeah.
1: And that if you have if you come and have you have a teacher or you go to a training center for classes, they can always like focus the teaching on. HSK, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sure.
0: And just helps to give you a general purpose when you're looking for jobs, when you're negotiating a salary. If you're coming to make money, that's one thing, mm-hmm. and set a goal, how much money do you want to make and what period of time you want to make it in, it will be much easier for you to, to figure out what's important to you. Like, are you willing to sacrifice some of your comfort? Are you willing to – travel across town for a job that pays more because your ultimate goal is to walk out of China with a certain mm-hmm. amount of money? Or are you more interested in the cultural experience? Or are you just going to party? That's okay too, mm-hmm. but just be aware of what your goal is and what your exit strategy is.
1: Yeah. I think for, I mean, for me, like, I guess I've had to re- reevaluate my goals, oh, and for I know sure. a lot of people who've done that. Like every, like every year, that it's kind of like, oh, this is how I feel now, kind of.
0: Yeah, sure, and I, I don't think that's there's a no, problem not, there. no, I don't think so either. But um, for some people, myself included, sometimes I get the feeling that my life is on pause when I'm here. Yeah. Um. so when I actually go home and it's been six years and my niece and nephew are like so much older now and yeah. I'm realizing life is going on mm-hmm. in the states without me it makes me think more seriously about okay what what exactly am I doing here
1: yeah and growing up in a way for mm-hmm. me it's like I'm still how old is when I came here 24 mm. how old am I now yeah i still i I still feel like that 24 year old and i forget like you said that things are happening Mm -hmm. in at home basically Mm -hmm. so that that was my number one that i thought of i think i think that's a a good one to start with so not all nara's points are really intelligent and mine are all like ridiculously (laughs) simple (laughs) so he's he's mine (laughs) so because this is something i had problems with when i came here so before you leave inform your bank that Mm. you're going to be out of the country um because if you when you initially come here you uh, you're probably going to be living off like a certain amount of money and you're probably still going to be using your original bank account Mm -hmm. at least for a little while i imagine sure so let the bank know that you will be out of the country otherwise you might get they might stop you using your card and then having to call your bank from china yeah. Oh, I've had to do that a few times. Oh, it's so difficult. Mm-hmm.
0: The time difference alone.
1: Exactly. Makes it rough. Yeah, and trying to say, look, can you like, can you call me back? Like, it might cut off the the signals. Really bad. Like, mm-hmm. they they don't read. They cannot really understand how difficult it is. So that's what I advise. Oh, nice. That is my point.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I thought figure out what you don't want. So, I mean, it's kind of a general statement, but it's kind of – it's, like, the opposite of figuring out your goals and then figuring out what you don't want. Yeah. So, are you willing to live in a rural, completely rural area that's away from other foreigners? If no, then that'll help you figure out where you actually do want to go. So, I think it's – I've found it's always – because life just – nowadays, we have so many options. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's almost paralyzing like just to see how many, you see how many options you're like, well, this seems okay, but this seems okay too. And just so many options are thrown at you. So I think sometimes it's easier to actually focus on what you don't want Mm -hmm. and then make your, help
1: that to shape your decision. Yeah. I think it's really important to be realistic Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Like you mentioned about being in a rural area. So I know quite a few people who started out in not necessarily rural, but not in the set like the center of a city or something, because they thought, oh, if I, I, you know, there won't be any foreigners, and I can like be more Chinese and get used to the Chinese people. That was people. me, Holly.
0: That was me. Well, uh,
1: my, my boyfriend also did this. That tried to do that, mm-hmm. um, and I think he lasted like three months. Oh okay. And then he was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I need to get. I need to. Be with other people, <laughs> like, yeah. Because he just kind of thought, oh, I'm just going to jump in at the deep end. But he, I guess he, wasn't very realistic about what that situation was going to be like.
0: Yeah, that was rough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was a year, a year in relative isolation. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I think it was. A good experience. Yeah. For me, it was what I wanted. So yeah. for me, I was. That was actually. That's the reason why I didn't go to one of the big coastal cities. For the first year so i knew i knew what i didn't want at that time was to be sucked into immediately sucked into an expat community Mm. and never actually experience a culture yeah so i'm really glad that i had that experience first before coming to shenzhen cool
1: yep nice what's next uh number four is to bring original documents and certificates um, because you'll definitely need those if you're going to apply for a, a work visa, for example. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and mo- I mean, most professional jobs, or, or, and teaching, they'll expect to see. They will want to see your documents, and uh, not, not copies, mm-hmm. but the originals. Originals, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think diplomas, and then like trans. What about transcripts?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't have you. May- like a transcript of your grades. Oh no, I don't think so. I d I didn't have that. Okay. Or maybe I did. I you know, I just brought everything with me. Like I have a folder of all of literally like certificates and things from when I was about sixteen. So I just brought everything with yeah, me. Yeah. Um and used what I needed. Um but I had my degree certificate and other thing other um, like teaching, teaching certificates and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they will expect originals. And even like if a company asks for a reference, that needs to be an original as well. Like even with a real uh, signature. So try mm-hmm. and get a reference, I guess, before you come as well. Yeah, good idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Number five, choose a city and decide which area. So. This um this I think we've talked about it in past episodes. People sometimes try to find the job first before like they don't they don't care as much mm-hmm. about the location. They want they're more focused on the job. Yeah. But China is so huge. So you don't have to worry about not finding a job. Yeah. Any city is going to have a job. Yeah. So I would focus first on a region so what exactly are you looking for? So the reason why I chose Chengdu initially was the climate is pretty moderate. Um, it's far from the coastal cities, but it has been a capital in the past, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of culture there. Also, the the lifestyle is very laid back, um, but it's still, it's still urban. It's yeah. still very much urban, but it's got kind of its own vibe, whereas Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen, Guangzhou, they're kind of more... International cities. Yeah. Chengdu is truly traditionally Chinese, nice. so that's why I chose. That's why I chose Chengdu. And mm. eh, the pandas are nice too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I chose Shenzhen because it was um, the only subtrop China where they spoke Mandarin. <laughs> that was my only criteria. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, but that's. And that was it, yeah, and then yeah. I just came. I just found a job and I just came. Mm-hmm. So decide what exactly, what kind of lifestyle you want, what you're looking for. Check out the average salaries and cost of living yeah. and um, start start narrowing it down.
1: Yeah. I think um, you're able to, you can choose, like, the city before the job okay you might be concerned about the salary but I think the salary usually like reflects the city you're in right Mm -hmm. I mean it's not like you're gonna be if you take a job for like 12,000 but the cost of living is like ridiculously expensive it's not it's not gonna work like that it'll probably balance itself out yeah I mean Hong Kong is maybe not like that Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of difficult I think that
0: typically English teachers or if we're talking about English teaching and typically, mm. English teachers are paid way above the local standard. So if the locals can live there under much less than that, oh, yeah. then you should be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so uh, number six is uh, unlock your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can take, I mean, there are, in the UK, it's quite easy to, to do it. You just take your phone to uh, a little market vendor or something, and they'll just do it for you. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's, is it that simple in the US?
0: No, it's more expensive to
1: do okay. it. Okay. So, personally, I would do it back home because I would kind of think I can trust a person to just to do it, and it's very quick. But I I also did it here. Yeah. Um, so, if you can't get it done at home, um, I guess try and find, so in, in Shenzhen it's very simple. You just go to our, like, local electronics uh uh, area and they'll do it for you it's mm. not too expensive about thirty dollars maybe mm-hmm. um but i would if you can do it before you get here i would because you're probably going to want to need to contact someone as soon as you arrive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's probably a good idea
0: and also be aware that um certain phones use different bandwidth mm. so you might have to shop around a little bit to find a cell phone company that it operates on the same bandwidth. So make sure mm-hmm. you test the phone in your test the SIM card in your phone or show them your phone when you're getting the SIM card to make sure
1: it's a match. Yeah. Oh and if when you buy a SIM card, I suggest you go to a proper shop, like a, a real like China unicorn, mm-hmm. telecom, whatever. Um because there are fake SIMs. Mm-hmm. And I've I've known people to buy to have a fake SIM and basically it starts charging you like a lot of money oh really so it's like you say for example you top up top up like a hundred B, that hundred will only last you a few days and then you've got to keep like put money on jeez yeah it's 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 kind of crazy
0: well if you're really in a bind though you can pick up a sim card at any convenience store that's right but Mm -hmm. but um yeah holly
1: brings up a good point it's better to go Mm -hmm. through uh proper yeah Especially in, in like, the parts. Um, There'll be people trying to sell you all that kind of rubbish. Don't. Just don't do it. Just try not
0: to buy anything where there are a lot of people coming, you know, at airports. uh, Yeah, any entry point. Mm. You don't want to buy anything. Just get away from there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: But, yeah, first, the the stuff they sell is probably fake. And, second, they're going to rip you off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It might be... You might really want, you might be resisting that urge because you're like, just landed and you want to make sure that you yeah. have a way to communicate and blah, but just take a breath, get out of there, find somewhere yeah. else and start asking some people who yeah. who are not just after um, the young, naive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and, New, and also, to China. yeah, I think, I mean, okay, you might not have uh, a SIM card, but you can probably get Wi-Fi. So, I guess maybe if you can't unlock your phone, get WeChat and have the people that you need to contact on WeChat, mm-hmm. find yourself some Wi-Fi, contact them that way.
0: Yeah. As an alternative. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> good idea. It just reminds me, I was definitely really gullible when I first, <sighs> oh, yeah, stepped off. So, I remember that I, I bought a banana for 20
1: yuan. A banana.
0: Yeah, one Woo! single banana. That's about $3. Heck. That's one single banana because I didn't Was it a magic banana? <laughs> no, it wasn't even that good. But I I I wasn't really used to converting the currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I didn't think that they would rip me off by that
1: much. Yeah. And it's a banana, for goodness sake. Like yeah, it's not it really... My guard was that?
0: down, she said twenty. I was like, okay, it must yeah. be a fair price. And then I walked I walked down the street and I was thinking about it, wait, twenty quiet.
1: Oh my god, yeah. that's
0: the most expensive banana I've ever
1: bought. <laughs> but uh, the thing is though, it's kind of hard. Like if you've never been you've never been to China before, you really don't know how how much things cost. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to do even like even uh, I know people even they've been here for a while and it still happens like I mean, like for example, a few weeks ago I had to go and I what did my iPhone was broken like the screen was coming off. So I went to the uh, the 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 electronics market and he quoted he gave me a price and I was thinking this seems way too much and I thought well maybe that's okay like and mm-hmm. I, I, I really questioned myself like am I being ripped off here like is this a good you should price? always assume you're being ripped off. always yeah and even like trying to negotiate cause...
0: besides taxi drivers taxis are actually surprisingly the one that are pretty much I've had a couple where they've gone a little, bit, but yeah. for the most part, you can feel pretty confident yeah. in the taxi. Mm-hmm. That's that's surprising to me because they have like GPS that track tracks yeah. their cars. So if you have, if you think you've been ripped off, then you ask them for the receipt. Mm-hmm. It's called fa piao. You can just point at the receipt, tell, just point if you don't speak any Chinese. Yeah. And then they can actually track down that car later. Yeah. And they know exactly where you were when they picked you up. They know exactly where they dropped you off. Mm-hmm. And you can prove that they took you all around. So yeah. that – in there it's pretty fun. And then like in normal shopping malls, you'll feel it. If yeah. it's like a typical shopping mall, Definitely. then obviously you don't negotiate the price. Mm-hmm. Although you can often ask for gifts or <laughs> <suit> discounts <laughs> and, and stuff show. like that. So yeah. I've done that. I mean – that little tea shop that we went to at the mall here, she gave me a discount. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I just thought of something as we were talking. You were talking about taxi drivers and how to take the fapiao. Mm-hmm. Maybe once you arrive here, it's a good idea to take them anyway, even if you don't think that you might need one. Mm-hmm. Um. I. I'm also thinking about when you first arrive and sit. Like maybe you've you're gonna organize your own transport. Like when you first got here, mm-hmm. the company came to collect you, didn't they? Yeah. So some some of you, if you're coming over, you might not do that. Always try and find like a designated taxi area or a yeah. or a, or a designated uh, shuttle ar- area or bus. Do not go with these. These people who are shouting and and DC, talking, DC, yeah, are DC. saying "miss taxi, miss taxi." Like they'll try. Like you think that they talk, like they can speak English, but the only words they know is, you know, taxi or where are you going? That's all they can. That's all they can tell you. And like, they even can ask. if
0: they could speak English, they're about to rip yeah, you off. Do not big go. Time. Do,
1: do not go with these people. I, that should have been something. Oh no, it's not really. Re- it is relevant. It's important to know. Yeah, <laughs> because I wish that I had known that when I first came here. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's you get it's ripped re-
0: off, and then a lot of times what they'll do is put you in a car and make you wait, and then they have to fill. They they won't leave until they fill the car yeah. up. So you're getting ripped off big time, and I'm talking about three, four, five times mm-hmm. the amount that you'll pay with a normal cab, and you'll have to wait. <laughs> Yeah. So just just ignore them. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Don't yeah. don't do.
1: It. Don't do it. Don't do it.
0: All right, number 7. Find someone who's done it before. So this isn't completely necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go brave it alone, but I think you can skip a lot of steps. I mean, listening to the podcast is a good step. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it might be good to find somebody who you know who's been to China or has lived in China before. Or Mm -hmm. you might want to try to reach out if you've – maybe in your school you have some kind of a network, people who are Chinese or people who have traveled to China, have business in China. I would just – do, take a little time to do some effort to see if there are any people in your network who have done it and absorb as much as possible mm-hmm. from them. Again, it's not necessary, but I think it, it helps.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It can prepare you in some way, especially like, I mean, we said before, our, our, these are just like for, based on our experiences and our opinions. Mm-hmm. But things might be a little bit different in Beijing or Shanghai or in the rest of China. You know, people who have experienced those cities might have other advice to give Mm -hmm. if you choose to go there agreed Hmm. so number eight is actually it's quite a quite an important one i think Mm. um is buy a vpn before you get here um but most importantly do some research as well um because there are there are lots of vpns out there um but the more and more of them are uh shutting down or actually really slow I think since I've been here, I've tried maybe four different at mm. least. Maybe probably once a year, I change.
0: It's a vicious cycle. You need a VPN in order to do research about a VPN to get a new VPN. Yeah. <laughs> so if you come here without a VPN, that's you're it. screwed. Yeah. Because you can't find any information. That's right. So yeah, that's a good point, Holly. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So t- t- try and try and get one before. Mm.
0: Before. Number nine, learn some basic Chinese and download a Chinese dictionary. Mm. You know we're going to plug our dictionary, WCC Dictionary. I'm sorry, but it's a great tool and it works offline and it's got such an amazing amount of tools packed in there for free. So it's got, like, the stroke animation so you can watch how to write Chinese characters. It's got, like, stories in there that are specifically written by me, actually. Who? Me and my sister. (laughs) Um, Not the Chinese part, but the English part. It's kind of silly. Anyway, um, for Chinese as a second language learner. And also it's got flashcard tool built right in. So when you look stuff up, you can just tap the button. It's added to your flashcard list. You can study it later. And most importantly, it's got an OCR. Yes. OCR um, allows you to point your phone's camera at any Chinese character, and it will tell you what it means and how to say it.
1: Yeah, it's a really awesome tool. Like, Jessica asked in the in the question, um, things like that we kind of you know wish we we known before we came here, and I not known, but I wish that I'd had a, like a dictionary like this before I came here.
0: Me too. That's I mean that's why we built it yeah. is because it was a missing resource out there. Mm-hmm. Now they now they have um, there are other dictionaries out there, but we've just been working really hard to make this uh the best tool possible mm-hmm. and you guys you can so much of it is free like the only things you have to pay for it's almost like one one of our one of our reviews was actually like this is stupidly free like, <laughs> oh, I would really? pay, he was like i would pay 20 30 40 50 bucks for this Wow. he's like how are how is it so free <laughs> that's amazing. so yeah so that's um Sorry for the pitch, but it is really important that you have some dictionary um, on your phone or iPad or whatever so that you have a quick reference. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to learn a little bit of Chinese before you come, but don't stress out about that. It's way easier to learn when you get here, so if you come with nothing, that's fine too. Just try your best to start communicating. Just point and grunt. Even kids <laughs> can do it, so you can do it. You can do it. Absolutely.
1: Okay, so uh, number 10 is uh, bring a good pair of shoes. Mm. Um, Chinese streets are really, like, just not very well made. They're pretty dirty. And I have brought so many nice pairs of shoes (laughs) with me, and they're just totally ruined. Oh, yeah. Um, So, okay, so you might spend, like, a bit of money, but make sure they're good quality, and that they'll actually support your feet. Don't be, like bring in pretty little, like, uh, ballet pumps and stuff. You need something, like, that will really kind of protect your feet. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah.
1: That's a good point. You'll do a lot
0: of walking here.
1: And well. A lot
0: of walking here. Mm-hmm. So you want to have some shoes that are comfortable to walk around in.
1: Yeah, and everything just gets dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything gets dirty. It's true
0: and that goes along with my number 11 so men if you don't have smaller than average feet then you are going to have a hard time finding shoes so for men i think it's important well in shenzhen you're a bit lucky because hong kong's right across the border so you don't have to worry as much but if you're going anywhere else in china besides shanghai i would suggest bringing any kind of shoe that you would need Mm -hmm. so Maybe one pair of dress shoes and one pair of sandals and one pair of walking
1: shoes, yeah. something like that. Actually, I know a guy, he's he's here in Shenzhen, he's from Canada, mm-hmm. and he can't even get shoes in Hong Kong.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: He, um, if he takes a trip, like, for example, he goes to, reg- he likes Thailand, Um, he regularly buy, just, like, buy, a, you know, like, ten pairs of shoes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, why not really? Anyway, yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so number twelve is for the ladies. Um, so I think we've kind of talked about these things before. Um, so like your 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 lady products, mm-hmm. uh, tampons, razors you can get, but they're not very good quality. Um, right. Or wax things like that are not like you can. We can get th- some of those things in Shenzhen, um, but I think in smaller cities. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would try and bring those things if I were you. Yeah, Chinese women don't usually it, don't yeah. use
0: tampons, and they don't—they're hairless wonders. So, for you, the most part,
1: I, I think it's just not very obvious.
0: You—you yeah. you
1: can see. I mean, not that I've been that close, up close and personal with lady uh, Chinese ladies' legs, but I you know, you do see things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anyway, the culture of shaving is, and forget about ladies' shaving cream. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know where I, you no, get I've that. Never even I've never after seen all that.
0: these years, I have no idea. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I just use hair conditioner. Yeah. It's different. Oh yeah, it
1: does it does yeah. work. It loosens the follicles. I read. Oh
0: yeah. I just use it because that's the only thing in the shower oh. that works. <laughs> nice,
1: no, <sounds> very good, <laughs> especially cheap conditioner, even better. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um, what was I was going to say. Oh, even in Hong Kong, it's very hard to find. I, I did look, especially when I first came over, but I just stopped. I just, yeah, it doesn't. For me, it's not one
0: of those essential no, essential things. And if I really want to use shaving cream, I'll just use men's. But um, the razors for sure. I almost always stock up on razors mm. when I go home because yeah, they're they're cheap here and they're yeah, it's not very nice. Yeah, good one, good one. <laughs> Number thirteen is bring essential medicine. So. You'll find some Western medicine at pharmacies and hospitals, but for the most part, it's not going to be the same as it is back home. Yeah. So think about in the last year or two which medicines that you've taken and bring
1: bring some of that. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with this.
0: Yeah. Be realistic, though. I mean, if you've never had... You know, don't don't be stocking up with like malaria medicine and like <laughs> you know if you've never had some kind of disease and you think oh no what if this happens just mm. just go with I mean for any emergency situation you will be covered yeah so then we're talking about day to day discomfort just think about you know are you a woman do you want mydol is that something that's essential to you that's like PMS medication oh. so. Things like that, you're gonna want, you're gonna want to bring that, but don't go letting your mind run wild and thinking about all the possible health scenarios and thinking, oh, I'm not gonna have access to any medicine, blah blah. blah. Just bring the medicine, the same amount of medicine that you've used in the last year. Yep, you'll be fine.
1: I fully agree. You'll
0: be fine, because yeah. chances are. Within the first few months, you're going to meet someone either coming or going to China, or you're going to have an opportunity to travel outside of China. Mm. So you don't need to be planning for the rest of your life. What if you're stuck in China forever? What medicines are you going to need?
1: <laughs> just take what's immediate and and you'll be fine. Yeah. And once you get, once you're here for a while, you'll probably actually find, because it took me, I don't know why, it took me forever to realize I could get like paracetamol mm. and ibuprofen. Like they are actually really easy to come by. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just get them in a normal, like little... Pharmacy. yeah um you'll find those things but it's nice i guess when you first come here to have maybe those some of those home comforts so you don't need to worry about that yeah i think agreed all right number 14 is another lady's point um although maybe maybe it could be it could also go into men's for men too not for the, not for, <laughs> not mm-hmm. for all. <laughs> no, because I'm going to go, I'm going to develop the point. Okay. Now I can also read my my number 14 the on the paper. <laughs> uh, so that's why she's laughing. So uh, women need to think about bras. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe for the smaller bosomed lady, she'll probably be fine. Um, but I cannot buy, buy bras in China. Uh, if I if I, I I can actually, but they're basically like hammocks for <laughs> your chest. They're ugly, frilly. Uh, the 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 straps are like I don't know, three inches wide. They're just they're just awful. They
0: they yeah. That goes along with underwear too. Yes. Most of their underwear here is just ridiculous. Massive granny pants. Yeah, and I'm I've never even <laughs> seen like even my grandmother wears like a little bit. Even she's got like a little bit of a bikini cut going on. <laughs> I think. I mean, these things are like basically uh-huh. like
1: diapers. Yeah, crazy. they're awful. Like the it's it's just awful. There are there are some stars that are trying to like become sexier and cute. Um they they usually are so overpriced and the fabric mm. is like not very nice. Yeah, true um and so even like so most things if i if i think okay i can't get them in china what's the next option go to hong kong but even those things are they're quite expensive in hong kong yeah, too. yeah. so yeah ladies with the bigger bosom bring your bras with you <laughs> um but this i also want to mention swimwear so oh. uh i remember <laughs> Nora mentioning this actually like in one of our first podcasts about um s- swimwear usually being in a a one piece finding like nice cute like bikinis or whatever are really hard to come by even cute one pieces they always put the skirt S- on a frilly bit yeah it's it's just like it's unnecessary yeah children swimsuits um some start like big uh, uh um str- like uh, high street clothes stores like H&M actually I think they have better selection mm. um but i also the reason why i wanted to bring in men was because i'm wondering if men would have problems finding more western style like swimming tr- trunks trunks i guess it's not i associate trunks with little 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 ones oh, that i don't know. think we, men. We i don't really want to oh, really trunks, okay so at least so, you do, shot, swimming know. shorts trunks whatever mm-hmm. maybe that men might have fi- uh, have problems finding that's true
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't think, because I think most Chinese people wear the little teeny ones.
1: Teeny, tiny.
0: Not speedo, but like briefs. Briefs,
1: yeah. Yeah. But they don't leave much to the imagination. There's not
0: much. Let's let's (laughs) move on. (laughs) (laughs) Number
1: 15. (laughs) 15 is get shots.
0: So, um, especially, talk to your doctor what shots they will recommend for Mm -hmm. China. Um, Personally, I remember the most important being hepatitis. So there's a lot of ill treatment of food in China. So make sure you've got hepatitis A. Oh, I don't know.
1: You're, you're asking the wrong person.
0: Anyway, talk to your doctor. Yeah. Ask him about he- – I, I remember we, it was mandatory when I was growing up during that period of time to get hepatitis B, which is always good to get. But talk to your doctor about the hepatitis shots because you want them.
1: Yeah, in the U K, like I just went to my local clinic and said I'm going to China. What do I need? And they basically like had a chart thing. Oh, nice. And they it was really simple. They yeah. just gave me what I needed. the The only thing was is that actually they said technically I should have had another a second injection after six months. Oh yeah, that's because it's the like to top it one. up. Yeah, it must. it must be. Uh, yeah, um, it's like a booster or something. Yeah, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, I never had it. So mm-hmm. who knows? <gasps> you have hepatitis. All mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, so number 16. I, I added this but I'm I'm wondering if this is actually like an important thing. I think the second part of this is so um consider for ladies consider your birth control because it doesn't really ex- it does exist here but they're not they don't really talk about it. It's everywhere. I'm talking about like the pill or yeah. something. Really? Yeah. Where?
0: It's at every single pharmacy. It's actually in, available... In, in China? Yeah, it's what? available over the counter. There's, you know, no prescription necessary. Really? Yeah. I, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. We'll birth control... Off, well, then. think about it. It's one child policy.
1: Yeah, I know, but I thought they were just like... That's why you could buy condoms in like literally every shop. No, you can get... I mean, you can get...
0: They basically have one brand. From what I've seen, it's like oh, one oh, brand. Really? And it's everywhere, and actually, I took it for the first year that I was in China, and i I personally didn't have any problems with oh, it wow. I definitely didn't get pregnant, and I definitely didn't have crazy mood swings, so I kind of took a little risk because mm. I ran out of stuff that I had brought from mm-hmm. home and it's cheap and it's available over the counter. It's very easy so so yeah, wow,
1: well, well, like I can't believe that. In the four years, like, no one has, like, actually ever mentioned that to me. Really? Because I must have brought it up with people or, you know, searched online, you know, like, Every you know, single I, I can not even believe that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if you know that you're sensitive, like, if you've, if you've switched birth controls before and mm-hmm. had problems, like, with, with it affecting your hormones quite a bit, then you probably want to bring one that you're comfortable yeah. with. But because I really only have, at least all over China, I've only seen one brand. Yeah. It's always the same brand and it's cheap and it works. Yeah, And I have, I, like I said, I didn't have any problems using mm-hmm. it. Obviously, please like, yeah. don't take my word for it. You want to do, you know, talk to some people. But I honestly had, yeah, it was, it was I was actually surprised because mm-hmm. in the States you need to have it. You actually have to have a prescription for
1: oh, it. Oh yeah, in the UK too. Yeah, but yeah, this is just right over the, over the counter, and you can buy it over the counter in Hong Kong as well. Actually, like I thought they would have stricter regulations over it, but you can just buy, mm-hmm. and they have lots of choice there too.
0: Same goes for the morning after pills; mm. very easy to get.
1: Um. Yeah. So I guess my point is not relevant now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's still relevant because, like, to, I said, to prepare yourself, yeah, I think, make cause... sure if you are sensitive if you know that you're sensitive, and if you've yeah. tried. If you tried some brands before and you've had a rough time, then mm. you don't want to be stuck using that one kind of birth control the yeah. whole time that you're here.
1: And, of course, there are different methods. Like, people get implants and injections and things. Like I guess you need to consider whether you can do that here or not.
0: Yeah, Which that I, don't I don't know, know about. I don't know about
1: those things. So you should... I mean, because those implants don't they? last three years, I think. Oh, my God. But, but if you... Basically, you still need to get a test... You need to, they, if you, in the UK, if you have it done, I think they need to test you like after three months mm-hmm. because your body can reject it. So I guess you need huh. to think about that at least three or four months before you come to China or go and travel anywhere, I guess, mm-hmm. to make sure. Anyway. Um, but this kind of also, I don't know if you're going to
0: mention condoms. Yeah, too.
1: I, I, yeah, I, I could. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say, practice safe sex, people, please. Yes, yeah, There's a China. lot of stuff going around here yeah. so just as anywhere yeah practice safe sex
1: yeah and they do check you as well i don't this i guess this is kind of like a bit you probably don't want to hear this but if you have get a visa they do tests on you mm-hmm. and if you are found to have certain things they will reject you for a visa
0: that's the more serious stuff yeah though. of course
1: of course but i mean yeah yeah um, yeah just so
0: actually, you know. if you don't if you have aids you can't you can't come to china yeah at least you can't get a visa
1: Mm -hmm. things like that I believe so
0: but anyway the stuff that's going around is less serious than that but you still want to protect yourself so have safe sex people yeah do
1: (laughs) (laughs) are we changing our podcast here (laughs)
0: it's a public service announcement yeah
1: yeah so there was I had some stories recently about there being like all these fake condoms but I don't know what does that even mean I don't know like it's like, they don't have any, like, you know, I guess they need to be... Like, it's
0: porous and it...
1: Oh, I don't know. And I'm not really sure. I can't really remember the story. Just, they didn't have some kind of, like, uh, some kind of stuff. experiment. Like I don't know. I don't know. But they, they weren't, like, proper condoms. I don't know. I don't oh, know, oh, how, man, I don't know how to tell you. Just so, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, Durex is everywhere. Yeah, Durex is Durex is Europe's Trojan, for those of you Americans out there. Oh, so you guys don't have it? Uh, we do, but it's... I didn't... Uh, Trojan is, like, the main Yeah, brand. I have heard of those. We don't, I don't think we have that in the UK. Trojan Man. That was a commercial. Always. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they have Durex all over here in, mm. in China, so just just go for the name brand. It's probably worth the extra. All right, so number seventeen, we're getting towards the end here. Mm. Buy small gifts like candy, snacks, postcards, things that are specific to where you're from, and these are for for gifts for people, so you can right. kind of treat treat people.
1: It's a way idea. to make friends.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, buy buy people's love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's nice um, people are always curious about you where you come from and if you have something to share mm-hmm. with them from home like some kind of a snack or a memento of some sort then it's always a, it's a nice way to get conversations going mm-hmm. and get close closer to people yeah. so i suggest nice. doing that and also if you're trying to bribe somebody just <laughs> bring some yeah. yeah bring some alcohol and cigarettes mm. but make sure you wrap the alcohol really well you don't want to break it breaking in your bag. It's
1: good. Yeah, I mean, for the candies thing, if you're going to be a teacher, it's always kind of nice. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, you can usually give, like, candies as a good job mm-hmm. thing. Nice. Yeah. All right, number 18. Um, so I mentioned with the shoes kind of along the same lines, um, things get ruined really easily here like clothes wise Mm -hmm. there's the especially in shenzhen the humidity is really bad um and i i've actually been quite lucky but i know a lot of people who've had like really expensive expensive i have a (laughs) third (laughs) time expensive (laughs) leather jackets finally uh and they've gotten ruined from the humidity with mold and stuff oh yeah you can buy those these little like tub things uh Dehumidifiers. dehumidifiers yeah and they kind of just suck the the um moisture out of the air you can keep those in your wardrobe or whatever but some sometimes it just it doesn't really help mm-hmm. um so yeah don't bring expensive i've written don't bring your vintage chanel handbag. yeah i would keep those your nice nice things those that home. are
0: unique and can't be replaced definitely, definitely. keep them at home yeah
1: and it'll be hard, like, especially when she start to settle down. And I on, I have to be honest, like, I have some things here with me. And I think, mm, you know, like, what's going to happen to them? Same here. He, like, shoots. I have heels and things. But on the other hand, like, our friend Mimi, who, who did the fire cupping, like, every summer she takes stuff home. And then she comes home she's like, oh, I don't have those shoes with me. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Oh, I left it at home. And I'm like, well, okay. you know you don't want to get it ruined, but no, you don't have anything to wear. Yeah, true.
0: True. Good one. Mm. Um, Number 19, unpack half of your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) When you're packing your bag, uh, after you've packed your bag, I suggest going back in and unpacking half of your clothes (laughs) because you don't need as much as you – I mean, China has – I would bring, like, one outfit for every occasion. So you definitely want (laughs) something for going out. Yeah, for sure. And then you definitely want something that's a bit more business like mm-hmm. not necessarily a suit. Some people say bring a suit. I say don't bring a suit. Yeah, I'd say maybe yeah, some nice pants, slacks and uh dress shirt will be good enough for ladies like a more conservative skirt. Yeah. But don't don't bring a three-piece suit. Mm-hmm. It's not really I mean you can always first of all, you can always get one. If you if you well, I guess it depends on what you're planning to do here. But if you're coming for kind of an adventure and you're going to be traveling a lot and your work is going to be more casual, like being a teacher, mm-hmm. where most most schools allow you to dress more casually or give you a uniform, then I wouldn't worry so much about clothes to bring. So just bring something for most of the time you'll be able to get away with a T-shirt and jeans yeah. or like some summer dresses for sure. girls. So. Really think about, and think about, like, your matching. Like, I I used to just, like, throw everything into one bag, but now I actually do, because I have this app. <laughs> I have this it's app. not one of ours. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I actually, like, match the clothes together, so I know, actually, how many outfits can I get out of this, and how many outfits can I get out of that, and so there's none, there I wouldn't bring anything that you can only get, like, one outfit mm. out of. I probably
1: would, because they'd be like, I really like this, and I will find a way to wear it, and I won't.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. There's stuff that I realized, because I I just, like, purged my closet this year. So good. Yeah, it was about time. And there were some things that I had brought over from the States... I have just been sitting in the closet for the last five years, and I just never wore them. And I, I mm. like those clothes, but yeah. I just never had an occasion to wear them. And maybe I could take them back home, but
1: I mean, it's just I live here now, so it's just I just got rid of it. Yeah, I find that kind of thing very difficult. I always put like now and again, I will like try and put things aside and say, okay, I want, I'll, I'll throw it away or I'll do something with it, and then. A week later, like I'll leave it, and a week later, I'll take it out of the pile and put it back in the wardrobe. <laughs> like, I'll wear that. I'll find. I'll find an opportunity to wear it again. Mm-hmm.
0: Be realistic. Think about what you wear in your day to day life. You're Definitely. probably not going to change too much about what you're wearing. So if you you know your favorite stuff, so bring your bring what you feel comfortable in, mm-hmm. and bring a couple out, just a couple outfits for those more. Uh, either formal or fun occasions yeah. and then just the rest of it you'll pick it up as you go along yeah definitely you think about the climate as well yeah it's... and everything is made here yeah <laughs> true. so so yeah bring your core wardrobe but just remember that you can get anything you're missing
1: mm-hmm. true
0: besides massive shoes yeah for men
1: uh, especially accessories and stuff like girls when you if you come over you're not you're going to be spiteful choice for the amount of handbags and things that you can buy here. Mm-hmm. it's just for sure obscene Okay, number twenty is to get digital copies of your books. Don't, I mean, it's it's kind of bringing the idea of bringing books is kind of crazy these days when you can just get yourself a Kindle or, if you don't want to get a Kindle and you've got like another tablet, you can you can view everything on there.
0: I brought a lot of books when I. I did game. as well. Because
1: I was like, oh, I, I God, haven't nice. even read
0: them. I like stocked up on Chinese learning books. I bought a whole book
1: on Chengdu. I bought... And actually, I did read some of them, but yeah. I definitely could have done without them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can get PDF versions of a lot of things and yeah, you can get books, even free, like classics and things. They're usually free, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Indeed. I don't want to tell you to do anything illegal, so go to Amazon, buy your books. It's up to you. the choice is yours
0: (laughs) (laughs) number 21 very close to the end now um organize all of your online accounts and passwords so um just remember that you will be overseas if you're coming for a year then at some point it's going to be tax season so you want to make sure that you have access to your stuff um your bank you know, you also want to make sure that there aren't any accounts that you're going to want to reach um, when you're abroad. Like, even, you know, Amazon or, you know, like I buy my my family presents on Amazon hmm. and ship them in the States. So things like that. Just make sure you've got all of your accounts organized so that
1: you're ready to access your stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. Also, something I um i would like to add just because it, it's it got to do with accounts and i should have probably mentioned it when i said about um telling your bank you're going to be out of the country when i before i came out i i'd never had a credit card i had a visa like a debit card mm-hmm. but i also got myself a credit card as well just to be on the safe side i think idea. that's kind of just something just as an emergency i just i have i have two i have like a mastercard and another one and I just keep them at home, mm-hmm. just in case I, I ever have an emergency.
0: It's good to keep stuff separate, too. Like, I always have, uh, like, one, one of my credit cards, I almost never use it, so yeah. I just keep it separate just in case my wallet gets
1: taken, yeah, taken sure. and then
0: I'm, then I'm covered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's great. Uh, so our last, our last point, number 22, is feel excited about your new adventure. yeah. So after you've done all this, there, that's This is the most important point, I think. 22. I remember like, so sighted.
0: clearly getting on the plane and thinking to myself, yeah. holy crap, I'm moving to China. Yeah,
1: and that feeling when I eventually, like, I landed and I was, I remember um, I was lucky enough to get, like, a shuttle from the airport to the hotel where I was staying. I was like, wow. Like, I felt such, like, this is just an amazing feeling that mm. I was in this new country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You're going to love it. Yeah. And preparing (laughs) as well can be fun as well. Mm -hmm. Especially if you learn a bit of Chinese. Indeed. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Cool.
0: Well, Jessica also was asking us about um, what people's preconceived notions are about life in China. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Actually, we could talk quite a bit about that. But just to to wrap things up, do you have any immediate thoughts on that topic? About what people think China yeah, is. Yeah, like when you go home, do people make assumptions of like what it's like?
1: Um, I'll tell you something that's a bit funny, uh, quite funny actually. So when I told my my auntie, my dad's sister, that I was starting to learn to to read, she was like, "Oh, tell tell your your uncle Jonathan. He's my dad's younger brother. Oh, he'll be dead excited when you come home. You can go to the Chinese takeaway and order his food for him." <laughs> That was the comment I got. So I, I feel as though that kind of wraps up how my family feel about China. <laughs> I like that. Now when I go home I can order the Chinese. Nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, whenever we're in the Bulgaria, they always ask, like, Oh, you're starting to, oh, they're looking at your eyes and they're saying, Oh, we're oh starting yeah, you to look, it, Chinese. You look Chinese. I'm like, yeah. Oh uh, when you're at a restaurant they're like, Give this one rice <laughs> whenever I'm at the restaurants in yeah. Bulgaria. They're like, I don't think I've ever... Give us one, Rice. I'm like, no. But, I mean, obviously, that's just joking. (laughs) Yeah. My friends just think it's, like, really... uh, It's, like, flattering and humbling in a way. They're, like, you're so brave. And, like, you know, they're always really amazed. Mm. But, honestly, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Anyone can do it. It's not like we're so special and adventurous. It's really... It's manageable especially yeah, sure. today mm. t- in today's world and everything's um you know a lot of people have traveled these paths before so it's um, I think people think it's harder to live here than it actually is yeah
1: I think um now and again oh I day to day I kind of almost forget that I'm in China like I'm just living life and like you're in a routine you do Kind of uh, each day is kind of is similar to be honest. Not like there's no excitement, but but then now and again I get like this 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 feeling of like oh well, I'm in China, like it's this mm. kind of just this this moment of like realization. Warm in China, and it makes me feel good. Like yeah. this, you know, I've I I can't really explain the feeling. It's it's I guess probably everyone has an individual feeling mm-hmm. like
0: that.
1: But it's even something now you I wanted to it. do
0: and you're doing it, yeah. and it's like. Uh...
1: Affirmation, mm-hmm. cool, yeah. Uh, so uh, Nora, do you have a, a Chinese word?
0: Yeah. So today I'll give you a word that you'll need when you're come when you're also preparing, and that's word so the word for airplane. so the word for airplane is feiji, and I love this because this is just an example of how I don't know. I call it cute, but uh, convenient Chinese is so feiji. It literally means flying machine. <laughs> So, for example, cell phone is shouji. That means, literally, means hand machine. Yeah. So it's like very. I find it very cute. Feiji, and then a cell phone is shouji, yeah. hand machine. It's very
1: clever. Flying machine, hand machine. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these word these um, Chinese words, have come because I guess when these the characters were originally created obviously there were no airplanes or mobile phones. So it's kind of cool how they've used characters that already existed to make a new word mm-hmm. in essence. Like I think that's really cool. I mm-hmm. like that a lot.
0: Yeah that's a brilliant thing about learning Chinese is like once you've learned a certain number of characters, mm-hmm. you really you you're okay because yeah. you know like in English there's always more it's always a new word. It's yes. a separate word for all these different abstract, you know ideas mm. but for for chinese they have essentially just like a handful of words and then they just keep using them in different <laughs> ways
1: yeah so it's pretty cool it is pretty cool actually especially once you start to read mm. like that's when i personally that's when my lear- like learning chinese got really exciting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so uh so last week if you listen to episode 28 um, Nora and I decided that we would partake in a 10-day beauty challenge. Mm-hmm. So, um, we will post our regiment, regiment, mm-hmm. reg, regiment, mm-hmm. yeah, beauty <laughs> regiment, um, and we're gonna, we're gonna start next Monday, which which will be the 27th of July and run till the 5th of August. That's uh, the day I turn 30. Oh! Whoa! Yeah.
0: yeah. So I Crazy. hope it works. Oh, yeah. I wanna be looking good. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna be using all the methods, Chinese methods yeah. and products that will be recommended to, to us from our Chinese friends. Yeah. So we'll put together a list of what we're gonna do in the mornings and the evenings mm-hmm. to follow those Chinese skincare routines. Yeah. And you can follow along with us or and it would be awesome. If you would post before and after pictures. Yeah. It would be super cool on episode 28's
1: page. Yeah, for sure. We And we'll... We'll do the same. We'll do the same thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun, yeah. Yeah, so if you're involved, if you want to join us, like, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Send pictures. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, so um, we'll post any links or pictures... Um, on episode twenty nine, uh, you can see the character breakdowns in the written Chinese dictionary. Um, we'll have links for the for the word for airplane and mobile phone. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: any anything else before we say ta-ta just half re- an hour?
0: Yeah, just a reminder to download the free WCC dictionary mm-hmm. app because then you can get started
1: learning some Chinese. Yeah, and while you're there, you could leave us a review podcast review. Oh, yeah, maybe because it's like, you know, it's all, you know, you're pretty much there already. Okay, enough spamming. (laughs) Um, But finally, if you want to leave us a question, you can go to written Chinese slash voicemail um, so we can hear your voice. But you can also just leave us a question on Facebook, on written Chinese or uh, to our chicks. Um, But also you can leave a question on any of our written Chinese slash episode number (laughs) page we will find you we will find you indeed and we'll try we try and like get in contact with everyone who leaves us a question if it's a bit risky we'll let you know (laughs) and be honest so
0: far hasn't been
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah so so good Please join us uh, for episode, ooh. Ooh, episode 30. Oh, which ooh, will be quite convenient. because we'll be, we'll be 30. Nora will be 30. Oh, we should have some party then. Yeah, we, we should do have some kind of celebratory party. We should give episode. away some stuff. Oh, yeah. I think we can give away I, some well, stuff. Oh, that will be nice. Yeah, so tune in. I'll and be t- feeling yay! generous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool.
0: Bye, everybody. See have a great you. week. Bye.